Hello and welcome to QAHS Connections, where we connect with Academy alumni to see where their brilliant futures have taken them. In this episode, QAHS Principal Vanessa Rebgetz sits down with the 2015 graduate and Australian Youth Climate Coalition Communications Leader Dylan Vaughan-Jones. Dylan shares his insight into maintaining the IB learner attributes of balance and critical reflective thinking as a key tool in planning a global future. Hear how Dylan went from Academy House Captain to securing a sea turtle research position with the Olive Ridley Project in the Maldives. To give everyone context for you, when you were a QAHS student back in year 12, 2015, uh, what subjects did you study at QAHS and which ones were your strengths? Ah, well, so I studied standard level maths and English ab initio French and high level business chemistry and physics. My favorite subjects were definitely uh, chemistry and business. Glad enough to have you as a teacher from grade 10 to 12 for that. And I guess they, they were probably my best subjects as well. Yeah, we had quite a class, didn't we, in grade 12? Oh, we did. Fantastic. Sure did. Okay, now moving to thinking back during your time here at the Academy, were there particular opportunities you experienced here that you have found have helped you at university? The opportunities were kind of about the skills that I was pushed to develop while I was at QA. So for most students that come into university, they come from like a competitive learning environment at school. You know, they're competing for that OP1 amongst all the other students at their school, which is just not how university works. And I was pretty happy to see that that wasn't how QA worked either. It was a very collaborative environment where students could help each other to learn and to to grow. So there was that, I guess, self-directed learning approach that I found really advantageous to be able to develop and have the responsibility for my learning. So I had once I came into university, I had the, the drive and the confidence in my own abilities to be able to go out and do the research and to complete the work. And since making that um, move from school to university, it's been really interesting to, to read in your profile there that you've uh, pursued sustainability and the environment um, as a key focus in your career development. I'm not sure whether that started at school, but I'm, I'm really interested to know how that interest came about for you. There was no kind of one thing that developed it. It was just kind of built over, over years. Uh, I've always really liked nature and like animals and stuff when I was younger. And then it's kind of always been in the back of my mind. And over the last, I'd say, 10 years, I've been slowly trying to make small changes to reduce my impact on the environment and to increase my sustainability and then studying moving into university I was doing a chemical engineering degree and then I added the environmental engineering major onto that as well and that's where I kind of fell in love with the environmental engineering I really really enjoyed that and then when I changed to a business degree in marketing I realized that was kind of where I wanted to direct my career so into sustainability in the environment and then I just fell into other extracurricular activities that steered me more towards that like part of the AYCC my brother was already part of that and he invited me to a meeting because I had experience with some event they were trying to do so terrarium making they brought me on to help with that and it just kind of a natural progression of going to more meetings getting more involved that kind of thing. Mm. Is that the is that the climate change action group? 
Yeah, it's so OICC is the Australian Youth Climate Coalition. Yeah. So it's just like a youth group where we uh, have different projects that we uh, kind of focus on. So at the moment, it's about uh, fracking in the Northern Territory. We're trying to stop that. You've sought to grab opportunity that then um, has built on your interest and grown, and then that's you know led to more and more opportunity. Is there something specific that prompted that change to business? Yeah, well, I think, so coming out of school, I kind of chose engineering because it was, you know, I really enjoyed the chemistry and physics. I was like, I'll go into engineering. And that's what dad did. It's what my older brother was doing. I was like, that seems like a a safe bet. It'll be good. And, you know, I did it for two years and I really enjoyed the environmental part of that. But I guess I just didn't really do enough research to what the degree would be about and I realized I had no intention of ever working as an engineer it was just kind of doing an engineering degree because I didn't really know what else to do and as I learned more about myself and became more aware of what I wanted to do I realized that it was just it it wasn't for me and it was you know at this point it was time to decide where I wanted to go and the business management degree was a lot more aligned with my interests so I changed Mm. into that and so and ultimately from there what field do you see yourself working in I don't really have a dream like a field but I would just like to be able to achieve some like there's just outcomes that I want to achieve so I'd like to work in a capacity that helps me that allows me to help businesses to grow sustainably and have like minimize their impact on the environment while still being able to operate profitably so whether that's in like a consulting or a management background it's not that important to me. It's just about being able to achieve those outcomes. Nice. Yeah. And amongst all of that, how has the IB diploma been useful for you in your university work? Uh, Well, first of all, I think a big one that's been pretty useful was getting course credits for subjects when you start. So depending on the subjects you study at QA and then the degree you go into, you can just uh, get credits for a, quite a few subjects, which is a real boon, <laughs> giving, giving yourself a lighter workload or even just meaning you can study for a shorter period of time. Past that is kind of goes back to the kind of learning skills that I developed over the, my time during the IB diploma. So it's retention, application, and the lateral thinking, problem solving was a really big one, but we had to like all that self-directed learning, like the EE and stuff like that, where it was kind of all the research and that was entirely up to your own discretion so you were able to develop those skills yeah it's great to hear so i was really interested to see in your curriculum vitae that you've got a diverse profile that really complements your skills or your skills complement this profile that you've developed in event management leadership and social medias marketing Uh, can you share with the students with us how whether you've had um, a strategy with that. So um, share with us this, your strategy and how you have selected to be involved in these sorts of extracurricular pursuits at a time when for most students at university, their experience is that they're just trying to stay on top of the study. So for me, it's simply I, I, I don't let my studies uh, be all consuming. I let it happen before that I was just focusing on my studies to the detriment of everything else. And I realized that it just, it wasn't fulfilling. I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying it so much. And I think 
it's really important. You always hear it all the time that uh, your university is the best years of your life. And I realize that I'm, I'm happy to not be, I don't need to be getting straight sevens for all of my subjects. If I can, if it gives me the opportunity to hang out with my friends, have some fun work, develop life skills and have experiences like that. And I think it's also important because employees are more and more looking for uh, a well-rounded person to employ. So having that, having that seven GPA is, is great, but you hear that it's becoming more and more important that you're a well-rounded person that can hold a conversation that you have had some interesting experiences that you can relate to everyone in the office, that, that kind of thing. So I, I guess I just fell into these extra curricular jobs and activities because it was a way for me to develop skills to upgrade myself as a person. And that's a good segue to that. The next question, what I call living the dream, the university's <laughs> dream of traveling extensively in your summer break and spending nine months doing the study. And it was interesting, Dylan, I went back and had a look at your impressions quote that's in your impressions year. And it, it rings very true for you that you um, have set this as a, as a goal for yourself to, to live life and to travel. I know our students will be very interested to know what are the challenges with doing that or how have you made that happen for yourself? Yeah, well, it's, I guess it is something that I'm really passionate about. So you do have to make sacrifices for it. So over those it's more like three, it's more like nine months study and work and three months of travel. So that's why I've got all those, those odd jobs that I've been doing. So it's not only like the marketing I've worked in demolition, bartending, just a complete, like a very diverse range of jobs, just anything to kind of earn money on the side so that when those three months come up, I can have the opportunity to travel. And it's not like I, I'm not living it up while I'm doing that. I'm, hitchhiking where I can, sleeping in weird and wonderful places. But it's, you know, there's some of the, the best memories that I have. And I honestly think that it's one of those things you can never waste money traveling. It's always an, like, it's an investment in yourself as well. And employers like to see that as well, like that you've gone traveling, you've experienced different cultures, so you can relate with all sorts of different people and are comfortable in uncertain environments. Yeah, that's really good advice. And an opportunity that you uh, applied for is the Olive Ridley internship, working in turtle rescue in the Maldives of all places. How wonderful. Yeah. And whilst uh, COVID has interrupted that just for the time being, I'm interested in you sharing what was involved in that application process. It was very, very similar to a job interview. So I've developed a, a CV and a cover letter, put it forward, outlining all my relevant experience and interests and why I would be great for the role, et cetera, et cetera. And then I had to create a, a video that I put on YouTube detailing some of the same things. And then that was kind of the first round and then they'd whittle it down. You do more and more video interviews over the course of a few months until I found a few people that they then offer the roles to. And so I applied for it the first time in 2019 and got through a few rounds and didn't get it. And then I heard in 2020, got an email from them saying, hey, we're back open. You should think about reapplying. So I did and was lucky enough to get it. So well 
Thank you. Congratulations. Now, uh, we always like it for alumni to share with us, you've got that unique experience of being a, a graduate of QAHS and having lived life and being there at university and um, very successful in the opportunities that you're seeking out and making for yourself. What tips would you give for our current students who, similar to you, they might be seeking a global future in business development and or engineering, though your direction's more in business now? Yeah, um, well, I think even more than just a future in business or engineering, this is pretty applicable to any kind of industry. It's like what I was talking about before, your degree is not the be all and end all of you getting the job that you want. It's eminently useful, but everyone has the degree when they're applying for that job. So you can't rely on that to be, oh, I've got the degree, so I'll get the job. You have to have those other kind of experiences. You have to build yourself as a person. And so you have to create yourself as an employable person. So it's about being conversational, engaging, and that's, that's how you get, get that job. And if you're seeking a global future, then global experiences are the type of experiences that you want to be developing. Yeah. Excellent. Dylan, our final question for this interview is if you could suggest that one piece of advice for current students to focus on whilst they are at QAHS, what would it be? I'd say enjoy it. I spent quite a lot of grade 10, 10, 11 and 12 just full on studying every waking moment and doing those extracurricular activities. And I think it's important for you to take the time to relax and be easy on yourself every once in a while because it is a, it is a heavy workload and stressing yourself out all the time is only going to be detrimental to yourself. And if at the end of your time at QA you don't get the IB result that you want, it's not the end of it. There's so many roads to get where you want to go. There's, if you're that determined to get into it, there's, you can definitely do it. There are bridging courses, you can get work experience, all sorts of different things. And I think it's also important to think deeply and critically about where your passions lie. And so I want, I guess it's important to make sure that what you're doing at the time will help you to get from where you are to where you want to be down the track. So once you start thinking about those things, maybe you can avoid some of the mistakes I made and just jumping head first into, into degrees without really knowing what it entailed. And so I think that'd be my, my big piece of advice. Thank you, Dylan. It's been an absolute pleasure. Stay connected by searching QAHSGC on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube.